Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we are about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to the Awaken Podcast. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy, and I'll be your host. We're back at it. Two in one week. The momentum is flowing, and I'm super pumped up about this one because... I gotta say, this was certainly one of my favorite podcast episodes and conversations on the show to date, and I'm not just saying that the energy behind this, the presence, the insight that came through, it was absolutely powerful, and I have Miss Hema Hardeen to thank for that. Hema is someone that you will quickly be able to sense is in her power the confidence that this woman exuberates the confidence that she has in herself as well as the confidence that she has in our collective and where we're heading is something that inspires me and i'm sure is something that is going to be able to invoke inspiration in you as well because the conversation that we get into here circles around the topic of no longer playing small. It's time to go big and it's time to no longer feel like we need to use or feel any sense of doubt, guilt, shame, or any lesser emotion as a means of learning. It's time for us to transcend these cycles. And Hema does an incredible job of inviting us out of this, inviting us back into our divinity and bring that down into this human physical experience so inspiration and activation is what you should expect to get out of this one because about halfway through this conversation Hema flows into a bit of a guided activation that i won't speak too much about because what you're about to feel goes beyond words so i'll let the activation do the work in that one and one last thing before we jump into our conversation here. The Ascend Academy is uniting and activating light workers. So if you've heard the call to serve and you believe yourself to be one of the souls that has come here to support the shift in consciousness taking place on our planet today, we're looking for you. Head on over to togetherweascend.com forward slash academy to learn more. But anyways... I think it's time that we jump into this conversation. I hope you're ready to have your eighth chakra activated. We are live. We're back. Two days in a row. I'm on fire. We're on fire, family. And things are going to get a lot more potent because, as you can see, I'm joined by Miss Hema Hardeen who has been on the show before um, for a great conversation in the past. But a lot has um, 
a lot has unfolded since then, especially, yeah, in, in our relationship, a lot has unfolded. I will say, let's kickstart with this. In this time, you've become something of a mentor to me. I don't know if I've ever used that word with you, but um, I want you to know that I do uh, see you as that. You've been, um, just personally, I've gotten a great deal out of connecting with you and a great deal of support and guidance. And so I'm telling the world, thank you, Emma. Um, and thank you for being here. We're going to have some fun. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Brian. And thank you for all that you're doing. Um, and, and I'd love to be there to support your work. Which you have been doing um, both from afar and closely. But um, it's time for us to support one because we're about to co-create. Um, we were having a conversation just now and this kind of just led into, let's do a live. So I want us to just keep the flow going with exactly the same sort of energy we have when we're connecting and we're just bringing through the vibes. Let's take it off from where we, we kind of left off. We're talking about teachers. We're talking about how the the perception and the role of the teacher is evolving and changing. How do you think it is? Yeah, so I, I was saying this earlier in our conversation that um, because you specifically just asked the question if, if I feel like I'm learning lessons anymore. And I was like, no, I'm like, I'm just not in a phase where um, anything can teach me more than than what I already know. And I know that is like a really quote unquote cocky or whatever you want to call it statement to make, but I am, I have anchored in a place where I recognize that in every moment I have the ability to do what it is that I need to do and operate in my highest capacity and see everything from that highest level at all times. So in the past four months, I have gone through maybe <clears throat> can't even say one of the most challenging times in my life because you guys know if they've read the book or whatever and I've talked I think I talked about that on the last live crazy life have I have gone through a lot of experiences but in the past four months expanding my company and really coming um into a place of wanting to expand the school the what was presented in the in this time frame were were what could have looked like lessons for someone but for me, what ended up happening was just this, this strengthening in the knowing of the level of awareness or realization, whatever you want to call it, that I have already achieved because I wasn't taken out of any state. I wasn't taken out of that awareness. So for me, especially, especially in the past six months, nothing that has gotten presented in the timeline was a lesson that I needed to learn. It was more so of a, as a reinforcement of a virtue that I knew I had re already acquired. It was the reinforcement of me living that, of me anchoring that, of me being that, of me radiating that from this place that I'm in. And, and so it's been a beautiful thing to witness because I did come out of a period of about two years where I had honor and devotion and reverence for every being that I have come across. And I looked at every being like a teacher, whether they were a guru or whatever that I learned from my own child, um, a friend, a partner, I looked at everyone as a teacher. 
And I looked at everyone as some type of mirror, some type of reflection for me to learn more about myself or to really anchor in, in the light that I knew myself to be. So after having gone through all of those transitions, I can say it's like right now I'm in a place where I'm not using this reality as a mirror anymore. I don't need anything to reflect anything back to me. I know what I am in my highest state. I know where I reside. I know where I've, I've come from, but I also know that all of that is available to me now in this moment. And I feel like this is kind of that core feeling that many are seeking and many are looking for as they come into their spiritual awakening, as they wanna come into self-realization, as they wanna come into that place of true empowerment and embodiment and realization. And it's almost like, you know, yeah, it's possible. It truly is possible. I was actually talking to a client today in a session, I didn't get to mention this to you, but um, he's halfway through um, the process that I take everyone through. And he's like, is this real? <laughs> like, is this real? Like, I have cleared all of this and I don't feel these things anymore. I can't believe that living in this state is real. And for me, I'm like, you yeah. didn't it's believe it could be possible? That he didn't believe that it was possible. No. Yeah, it was like, now that he's actually experiencing it, after so many years of going through the journey and clearing and expanding and integrating and anchoring like to just be in that place and to now was like such an amazing experience to him and for me it was the same when I first experienced it it was like oh I don't have to go back into lower emotion I don't have to go back into guilt shame doubt mm -hmm. questioning myself like all those weird things that we just have habits doing right it's just like a mental thing it's just a habit I don't have to dip into that there's no, there's, there's nothing that's going to teach me more of what I am from that negativity, like mm -hmm. that, that having to overcome that hurdle or having to, to learn through the negativity, that phase of my life has been mm -hmm. over for a while. And I'm not going to go back to that place. So what am I going to learn through? That's why I say like, oh, then, then at a certain point that, that dynamic of learning changes where the teaching never stops. Mm -hmm. But the learning is on a whole different level. Like it's just multidimensional. In a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, see, that's interesting because I think one thing that is often come back to is this idea that we need the contrast in order to deepen in our awareness. What would you say to that then? If, you know, the idea has been that the polarity and the unpleasant has allowed us to move deeper into joy if we're arriving at a point where that negative isn't no longer necessary what is at that point invoking the expansion your highest self the highest aspect of you so we we came into this 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 body and we came into a planet that was experiencing a transition from from being no, i don't want to say being negative but from allowing a multitude of frequencies to exist here right so we came in for that polarity we came in for the experience of duality we came in to learn through that but how many times have we come in here doing that right some people are having memories and past lives and things all the way back to atlantis like it, i don't know how far they're going but okay so do we continue need to do we continue learning through that dark? Do we continue learning through that negative experience? Or are we going to create something new? 
because how many times are you going to run and just to bring it down to the 3d level how many times are you going to run around and create toxic relationships where you're just experiencing the same shit over and over again how many times are you going to run around run around creating these lower experiences that you don't want to feel anymore when are you going to allow yourself to feel something that is expanded? When are you going to allow yourself to come into a relationship where you are experiencing telekinesis and multidimensional abilities with your partner? You know, when are you going to come into an experience that you're creating abundance for yourself and your life and others that you don't even know what to do with? We all know what lack feels like. We all know that we need to learn perseverance and we need to learn conviction and we need to learn compassion and all of these other vir virtues. When we are in lack, when we are in duality, when we are in polarity, we know what that feels like. And we know what it feels like to be those divine compassionate beings. We know what it feels like to be in that light and to be anchored in that presence and be radiant. We just don't know how to hold it. Mm. We not know how to hold it no. but the way to hold it is just to own it and say like i'm not going to learn through that experience instead of and one thing that i see i'm just going to say spiritual people but i'm not i'm not targeting us right I'm not, I'm not pointing us out but one thing that i see in the spiritual community actually all communities even the entrepreneurial community oh i had this downfall and now i'm going to come back even stronger why didn't you just come at mm. it with all of you in the first place yeah it's almost like we've glorified the the failure mentality like i'm going to learn through my failures i'm going to learn through my hardship and in doing that we've made it out like we're we're creating that that cycle because we it's at, it's very deeply rooted the paradigm that that is how we learn we learn through suffering we learn through struggle so to hear someone kind of you know challenge that is interesting because if we come back to you know your belief is at the foundation of the reality that you create well why aren't we believing that we don't need that anymore now the question becomes right? in this physical reality and i know your answer to it, but i want to hear you just go off on it in this physical reality in these bodies we can transcend that mm -hmm. because here's the thing can you sit here and own your worth and receive all that you are worth and be okay with that? Or do you feel like you're better than or you're too good for or X, Y, Z, right? Because most people that come into a place of receiving wealth, attaining enlightenment, you know, getting to a place in their life where they are in fulfillment with their blueprint the collective belief is that those people think that they they are better than or too good for those of us in society the regular people in society that's the collective you're saying the people that attain that yeah so better than the, the people perceiving them not necessarily that that's the truth right oh, okay people so people perceiving them see them as that mm -hmm. they come so off that, as that yeah so that stops you as a regular uh, human being from wanting to attain that you get it is you like, don't want to come off as looking cocky that that's yeah it's weird you know it's <laughs> and you know i have been called arrogant cocky like all of the things i have been yeah. called all of the things and i i know that i'm not i i know that like i'm coming from this place where like i am just in joy and i just want to serve and i chill with everybody and anybody and no matter who's at where what level doesn't matter we are all one 
mm-hmm. because I know that I'm able to do that, then I, I am not yeah, going to question myself. I'm yeah. not going to question my intent. And I'm not going to stop myself from shining because someone's going to get offended by that light. Mm, that's super powerful because I think that speaks to where a lot more that speaks to more people than where more people are at than I think have yet to realize just that dimming down of what they are um, because of not wanting to to come off as being too into themselves too too you know it's it's interesting because you said something you said you're not going to question your intent right so there's that that gap where we know who we are we know why we're here but we still let ourselves like think we're the other thing we still because the other thing might show up, right? Let's say ego still around. We we see that and say, well, I'm not yet fully this. I'm not yet fully the one that is totally rooted in selfless service, totally rooted in my sovereignty. So I guess it's just about, it, it, it reaches a point where it's just, I'm not going to let myself go there. What do you think about like the whole healing work, inner work, spending time? Well, there's there's a point where it's necessary and there's a point where it has to stop. (laughs) We don't talk enough about that point. Tell me about that point. Where it has to stop? Yeah. We know about the healing. We know people are healing for days. I got to heal this trauma. I got to that. I think a lot of people are still stuck in that. Um, I haven't seen enough conversation. I totally understand where you're going with this. So I'm excited to see you go into it. Um, Why does it need to stop? It needs to stop because if you over purify, if you over purify, then you are entering a negative polarity all over again. (laughs) I have to laugh so hard at that because I know how it sounds. And You're going to have really, to explain it more, really for sure. Feel that. I really want people to feel that. You're entering a negative polarity all over again because then you're going back into questioning yourself. You're going back into doubting that purity. You're going back into duality. So when you have done your healing work, and when, when here is how you know. So this is a very simple indicator. Here is how you know that your healing work is complete you become triggerless. Triggerless. Say it again. Triggerless. (laughs) (laughs) I actually got that word from one of my um, team members because she's just all about like seeing her triggers and working through it. Mm. You become this being that no matter what is in front of you, you are open to seeing it and feeling it and seeing the other person and seeing all perspectives all at once. And you are not reacting. You are not angry. You're not projecting. You're not doing any of those things. And you know within your own being when you're not doing those things. So if you have come to a place where, okay, a month or two has gone by and things are arising or happening in your life, 
and you are not reacting to them and you're not projecting upon them, then I would say like, yeah, you've gotten to a level. And so give yourself like a pat on the back that you're on a level and explore that level. Don't continue to over purify and check yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you simply come through this to this point through life practice, through life practice. I practice with my family members. I practice with my daughter. I practice with my team. You just do it through practice. You, you, you look at each moment and, and you witness yourself in each moment and you witness where you are coming from in each moment and you are anchored in the purity of your intent. You will know when your intent is pure. You know when you just purely want to convey something to a being that is coming from your heart, that is coming from a place of your heart being open, that you do not want anything from them that you just want whatever is needed in that moment that is of the highest benefit of all. And when you're anchored in that place, then own that you have gotten there. Mm -hmm. And, and believe yourself to be in that place. Right. That's something I can totally admit that I am. Um, I feel like I'm the perfect one to talk about this because I know who I am. I know what I want. I know that I'm here to serve, but sometimes I still feel that little sense of doubt and believing myself to be that because of something else that might arise. But it's in believing that's who you are that you become that. Exactly. Exactly. So you and get to that point where there's nothing to fix about you. But I think a lot more people are there than they realize because we're lot. creating this idea that there's something that needs to be healed and fixed. And that's what's creating the experience of not being whole, not being fully integrated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, just look at kids, right? Kids are there. <laughs> they just know what they want in every, in every moment and they just bubble and they just have wonder and they have joy, right? So when you feel yourself in, in, in those states, right? Like that innocent, childlike, joyful state of wonder, Amen. even when somebody's yelling at you, right even when somebody's projecting on you even when some like even when it's that hardest moment if you like just remain in that place you're you're there you know if you remain in that state of wonder you're there and for me it's like i'm always in i'm so inquisitive right like that's that's a trait that i have but usually the questions that i ask people trigger the shit out of them right because because it's it's forcing them to that's see why you're them. asking the questions yeah, not to trigger them, but 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 for that pure, that that true inquiry, mm -hmm. true inquiry of, well, who am I really in this mm -hmm. moment? What mm -hmm. is the highest perspective really in this moment? And if you know that you're coming from that place, then then allow yourself to be in that place, mm -hmm. because by us being in that place is going to create the shift that needs to be created like we are going to anchor in our essence we are going to anchor in our light we are going to anchor in our intent and we are going to create this environment of unity but if we're still experiencing that that polarity and that duality within ourselves where we are doubting ourselves then i don't care how much light you have i don't care how much in service you want to be if you are doubting yourself then you're not truly in service to all mm -hmm. what are you serving and how are you serving 
wondering if you are doubting who you are and what your gifts are. And I've met so many beings in the past year, especially that are, they hold so much love. They hold so much light, but they're so quiet and meek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, stand up, like speak up. What's up? Like you have so much to say. Why are you, why are you putting it behind the scenes? What are people going to say? No, I don't want them to think this. I don't want them, them to think, think that. What are the patterns you see in these types of people? The patterns are <laughs> when they when they're in front of someone that can see them, such as say myself or you or like whatever groups we kind of have created for them to be seen. They're lit up, right? They're they can speak as excited as I speak. They can like have in those that- spaces where they feel accepted. Yeah, but then when it's now being taken out of that environment and them having to operate in that in in an environment that is not safe mm-hmm. they, they shut they close off or the patterns in the like the the root cause there the the patterns in paradigm and programs that you see suppressing that in them yeah that it's unsafe that they might be killed they might be harmed they'll be exiled you know all of these all of these no. weird things that may have happened um, in childhood where the parents just told them, shut up. You don't know what no. you're saying. You don't know what you're talking about. Don't mm-hmm. speak up. Things like that. Mm-hmm. How do you, um, how do you work with those? Because I'm, uh, these are the people that you're, you're working with. So how do you approach that? So we just As go a back. Teacher. <laughs> teacher, leader, entrepreneur, investor, author, the whole fucking thing. Sorry. The whole thing. Um, it doesn't matter. Like all of these titles and all these words, right? They don't matter. But let me know. Okay, so off. let's just sit in silence. Stop. We're gonna none of this matters. None of this. Let's just let's just channel light. I said this yesterday. More and more I feel like there's gonna be less and less to say. But no, we're having fun, so I'll let you keep con keep talking. So here's the thing. Can you do both? <laughs> Is there silence in all of these words? Okay. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I'm going to get you to quickly dive into the, what you're sharing goes beyond the words. It's actually about so much more than the words. Just touch on that for me. And then hopefully we can bring it back to where we're going. No, well, we'll bring That's going to bring it exactly to where we're going. Cause you asked Perfect. me the process, right? Actually, I see how it comes together. Please. Always. So that process that I do is, so once we are aware of what it is, what, what those words are, were that you were told that caused you to believe something that you're not, what was that memory that's tied to it? Because that created a program in your body, in your brain, in your auric field, in your mental body, physical body, emotional body. It created a program for you to operate from. Because the body is a piece, of, a piece of technology. It operates on programming. So once you have identified that, then you simply just connect into it. And everybody that's watching could just do this right now. You know, in childhood, did someone tell you that you were stupid? Guide them through it, Hama. Let's, <laughs> let's actually do this. This would be so, so powerful. All right. We're about to dissolve limiting programs and activate some light workers here. Let's hear it. All right. Let's do it. So just connect into your body, connect into your heart, take a few deep breaths in, 
Allow yourself to anchor into every single cell of your body. And feel into any memories that you have of being told that you were stupid, that you were wrong, that you need to shut up. Any feelings in your body that arise that are telling you it is unsafe to speak your truth, it is unsafe to shine your light. Allow yourself to go there now. And if it feels painful, allow yourself to feel that pain. And then allow yourself to hold this memory in a ball of light. And as you connect to that memory, you're going to allow yourself to release it from the body. Tell it that you no longer need it as your teacher. You no longer need to learn the lessons from it. That you are going to replace this memory with the light of source, the light of all that is. And as you feel that clearing taking place in your body, you're gonna allow yourself to be downloaded with the highest truth. You're gonna allow yourself to be downloaded with the highest perspective and understanding of what that experience taught you, of how it moved you into your power, how it moved you into your light, how it taught you to recognize your strengths and you're going to release that limiting belief, whatever it was that came up for you, from the obligation of teaching you how to access that power and how to access that virtue. You're gonna allow yourself to receive the download of what it feels like to know how to step into that virtue without having that negative experience. You're going to allow yourself to download into every single cell of your being what it feels like to know how to access that virtue in every single moment. And how to allow yourself to expand. And how to allow yourself to activate and anchor in that virtue and that knowing through experiences that reflect back to you your light. So we will release all vows, oaths, and obligations from any lifetime, any plane, current, past, present, future, parallel. Allow yourself to release any cords that are held in your being and your body you may feel this coming into your heart or your solar plexus. Allow all of that to release.
And download yourself with the knowing and the remembering that no matter how you appear, no matter what words you use, no matter what, your purest intent and your highest frequency will always be seen. You will always be recognized in that highest form. And it is safe to be recognized in that highest form. It is safe to be seen for all that you are. Let that energy and that attunement flow through every single cell of your body. Let all aspects of all that you are come into one. And allow yourself to anchor all of that energy deep into the core of the earth. Connecting to her as a being, remembering why you came. Pulling up that merging and that connection through your entire physical body. Up into the heart. Connecting all that you are on all densities, all planes. Throughout your entire existence collapsing all of that expansiveness into one, coming into this physical form as you are experiencing it now, allowing yourself to be that. To remember that. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Hammer the Healer. <laughs> that was activating. Yeah. I want to take a quick peek at the, um, whew, we have 40 people in the house. Oh, that, cool. Yeah. That's, anyway, you'd have to go on my Facebook account. Um, yeah, it. Um, as long as you can. That number tells me that all that's unfolding in this now moment is of highest alignment with one. It's a beautiful thing to think that 40 plus people are here with us, sharing with us their energy, coming together in this space to serve, because that's why we're here. Each and every one of these individuals. I know are looking to grow into higher expressions of themselves in aim of serving others, serving our collective. So mm -hmm. I want to give a shout out to all of you, beautiful, beautiful souls that are probably feeling even more activated in their power than ever Let's before. Thanks to Hema the Healer. <sighs> Thank you for that, Hema. Um, and I think it kind of fits perfectly in line with the title <laughs> that we eventually came to um, for this live stream. 
eighth chakra activation. Um, I, I always kind of felt that we were going to do something of that sort, what you just guided us through. But I did notice, and I can't let this go amiss, um, some questions in the comments bringing up that term, eighth chakra. Eighth chakra, is that a typo? That must be a typo. Yeah, no. Did I press the wrong <laughs> no, button? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but there's, um, no, come on, there's, there's seven chakras. You know, I honestly don't care about titles or terms, but what that represented to me was like the gateway to infinity. You know, we're more than the body. Like, yeah, you got seven in the body, but what about in all the other places that you're not in the body? What do you have? <laughs> what exists there? Um, and I know the seven chakras are very potent um, information that people start acting, um, activating when they're coming into their awakening. But also I recognize that like, hey, that's Vedic information from like four or 5,000 years ago. Uh, we've been upgrading and we've been accelerating mm. through that. And so there's so much more opening up to us in all levels and all that we are. So I just use the term eight because eight for me symbolizes infinity. You know, mm -hmm. you flip it around, it's, it's infinity. And for me, it's that gateway to that cosmic consciousness. It's that gateway that allows you to bridge all that you are to what you are in the body. So you can anchor it, you can integrate it, you can live it here. Mm -hmm. So we created just an entire activation process to help everyone clear what needs to be cleared and then fully come into that true activation so that they can hold that cosmic consciousness in the body and not, you know, <laughs> be able to operate physically in the vehicle and, and, and play and, and not feel weird, not feel disconnected, you know, not feel all the things that normally come with an awakening, right? It may not feel good, but really allow all of us to come into a place where we're owning that magnitude we're able to incorporate the magnitude in the body we don't have to leave the body and and go outside to have the ultimate spiritual experience that's one thing that i was shifting and reframing because one of the biggest things for me was being given the choice from by higher self to leave the body because work felt complete but the fact that i was given a choice told me that I could remain and amplify even more. And I know many beings that have had that experience because so many people reach out to me on Instagram that have read the book that say they've had a similar experience. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, that eighth chakra, like that gateway allows us to have an embodied spiritual experience here, like have an embodied cosmic experience here where you're able to operate as a multidimensional being in a body. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know say more but that like sums it up i mean <laughs> operate as a multi-dimensional being in the body believe it to be possible believe it to be possible completely possible and fun mm. i love when the word fun comes up helps me remember <laughs> that's what we're here to do have some fun i hope those of us that are with us is having fun i know i am um where do we take this Amanda's having fun too over there. You want to come say hi? No. Um, own that, own that, own that, own that. Um, stop playing small. 
please. Stop playing small. Stop. What's that saying? Go big or go home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just go big. Let's even let's get uh, the second half of that sentence. Just go big, and keep going bigger. Exactly. I love go how you um. You don't have to go home. <laughs> go big. I'm sorry. That's such a funny joke. What? I, you know what? It's probably one of my inside jokes, but I totally get it. Like most people think that they're this, this cosmic ball of greatness somewhere else, not here. Mm. So it's like, go big here. You don't have to go home, right? You do not have There's to go. There's a home. lot of that, eh? I want to go home. Ooh, yeah, tell I- me why. Tell me why that's holding people <laughs> back. This, I want to go home. I want to be there again. You know, I, I have felt into this very deeply because a lot of clients have come through with, with that yearning. Um, and it's the recognition that home is within, but these beings already know how to access that place, except they're just tired of this reality not reflecting it. So it's not that that they haven't overcome a lot. They have, but they're almost just tired of having to play the role that they're playing. So they just want to go home. So mm-hmm. my solution for that is create the environment. Create it. Mm-hmm. Allow and, yourself. And to be. Mm-hmm. It's about believing that to be possible in these lifetimes in this body i think one of the things that we need to really really bring some energy to is what you and i because i know we're big dreamers what you and i know is know is possible for this collective let's talk about that what is really possible for us and even before we get into that i know it's nothing we can put to words but i think you just sharing your 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 passion i'm gonna call it um and your belief in what we as a collective are capable of Mm co-creating i think is going to open up a lot of hearts Mm -hmm. i can put it into words very clearly because i've been feeling into this for a while and practicing how to put it into words okay as you do this i want every one of us that's listening here to feel into this because that's what matters so feel into this yeah. So here's here's what I envision. Here's okay. Here's the timeline that I know that I'm on. I know that I'm. Still- You're on. I want to just really <laughs> emphasize that. You're on. She didn't say what's gonna happen. That she's on. You're on. Mm-hmm. Where are we? Where are we right now? Okay. So I am existing on the timeline. I am anchored into a timeline where I can see. From this point in time where I exist right now and where we're speaking, because there's an actual time and a place to it that allows for a manifestation, to say 300 years in the future. I can clearly see that line. And I'm on that timeline. I don't, I don't know who else is on it with me. I don't care, but uh-huh. I'm there, right? <laughs> I'm there. Whoever is there with me, let's do it because it's fun. It's a party, right? In that timeline, we have come into our full sovereignty we have awakened and we have gained access to our ability to heal our body. We have accessed a level of mind that is no longer plugged into a collective of fear, but we have access to a level. 
Hmm. <laughs> oh, a collective affair. Okay, never mind. I I thought you said affair as in A F F. Okay, continue. Sorry, we're not plugged into a program affair. So instead of a collective affair, right? We're gonna make it a collective affair <laughs> of, of who we are. Like that's that's the reframe of that. Um, where we are able to operate in exchange, the money system has upgraded. We're able to operate in exchange through our gifts and abilities and talents, bartering, farming, all of those systems have upgraded and have changed mm -hmm. to honor each individual in the collective. And the way that we do this is by each of us coming into these gifts and, and owning and, and creating that environment around us. Mm -hmm. so upgrading the systems that we're utilizing and making sure that who we are giving our energy to and exchanging our energy with are only beings that are in that highest frequency. So mm. what I see so for the future Focusing is, on interacting with those beings. No. And I'm really strong on that even now in my day-to-day, -day, like if, if it's, it, it has to be a local market or a farmer's market or, or, you know, just having that exchange where it's like, I know these are the beings that are in the frequency that I want to exchange with. Mm -hmm. The things that I'm doing with crypto I, are, are the companies that I'm exchanging with, the companies that are trying to build that future of sovereignty and that environment of sovereignty and for, the, for humanity to thrive and expand, not mm -hmm. for some other timeline. Mm -hmm. And there's ways that you could do this. And, and I know people like to make a lot of excuses, but <laughs> there's no excuse, you know, that mm -hmm. you can think of. You know that you have the capability to to make the choices that you need to make that move everybody into that higher timeline you know what that higher choice feels like and and that's another point that i want to make we all know what that higher choice feels like and the only time that we're stuck in like depression grief sorrow sadness doubt is because we're just not allowing ourselves to make that higher choice that's it so when mm -hmm. we can stop doing that right letting the fear take over if we could override the fear and then just operate from that trust and that faith and that knowing then we anchor into that higher timeline where all is created around us to support that and i just gave you, yeah i gave you that example of like in the middle of this pandemic and and all the airports and everything being shut down me and my team like we just flew back home you know <laughs> like there was no timeline in which i was I planning retreats yeah, and i was to travel. I had to retreat like there was, there was not anything that was going to stop us from existing and creating that highest timeline. And it keeps on going. You well, that's know? faith, right? And it has to, to, to arrive at that point of faith, take some releasing of the fear. But I think what's kind of sticking out to me is like focus in on that which is wanted. Focus everything in on that which is wanted and that which is of the highest alignment of your highest knowing and stop being distracted. So yeah, keep talking, just, keep, keep uh, painting this world for me, for us. Well, so that just in, in the beginning of, of the conversation on why we need to just like own who we are, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that we can really strongly anchor it, right? And it's like, you know, imagine that future, that timeline where we are in relationships with beings that love us and see us and honor us 
imagine that timeline where children are being born to parents that honor them and love them and see them. And we're not creating um, old cycles of limiting beliefs and, and false patterns. Imagine what that looks like. Imagine a timeline where we have community spaces for people to come together in meditation and that is in in the middle of mainstream society and we're not feeling like we have to do things on the outskirts or or outside imagine an environment where our agriculture is regenerative and we're not destroying the earth to provide food for ourselves like there these are all the things that we look at as a company that we want to invest in and that we want to these are the beings that we want to co-create with and these are the projects that we really put all our time and our energy into trying to to fund or seeing how we can work with them in some way mm -hmm. so i mean there's so i want everyone else I actually want everyone else to add in their visions because this is one thing that we do in the group like what is your vision so everybody that's on the call like just paint that picture also because i know we all have it i'm not the only one here <laughs> Yeah, I'm on board with that. If you are with us in the live stream, even if you are hearing the replay, the podcast to this, what is your vision? Ask yourself, feel into that. Feel into that. Let me say that again. As you bring this question to the forefront of your awareness, it's important mm -hmm. that we're feeling into the feeling of being there in this now because that experience, that vision exists as a frequency that's what it is it's a frequency that we tune into and our attunement to the feeling the frequency is what co-creates it that's what is creating it it's so the actions will come the the doing will will stem from there but oh i love how it's put to me um how it's shared with me in this from this lens we create through vibration, we create with our minds. The action is the playing out, the experiencing of what it is we've created. The action isn't what's creating it. It's the experiencing of what is created. So as Hema shares this, this vision that you, I know, believe in is, it's so, it's, let's just all believe in that let's believe yeah, so in me, that possibility let me expand on that a little bit just to give people a little, little more faith i've been working on this multi-dimensionally for like four years okay so it's there i have done all the things right so let's just now connect into that frequency and let it play out how about that the frequency is already there it, it already exists mm -hmm. so let's all connect into that frequency and let it play out Okay, I want you to just kind of emphasize that point for me. It exists already. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. Uh, what do you like? What's what more is there to say? Um, there's still some people that, that doubt that it exists already. What does that mean? Have, I wouldn't have this inspiration and this excitement if it didn't exist. That's it. Oh. I wouldn't be living in this place. I wouldn't be this inspired and this excited if it did, if it wasn't already created. And I know that I'm just here to live it and feel it and experience it. That's it. The inspiration is our pulling into that. Yeah. It's, it's there, feel inspired and bring it into existence. Through feeling inspired, 
we bring it into existence, allowing that inspiration. Feel good, people. <laughs> Choose to feel good. That's it. Chop the mic. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I. What else does? What more is there to say? Um, I think I want to just kind of reemphasize this this one last thing. Um, I think we kind of started with, and we've been circling around. So this is it. Go big. Go big. Stop playing small. And I want you to kind of just adjust it from this lens. Feel cocky about it even, in a sense. Now, feeling cocky doesn't mean you think you're better than other people. So we can feel that sense of confidence in what we are, carry that energy, carry that sense of, I think, again, people are there, they're, it's definitely that concern of coming off as being too too self-centered, mm-hmm. too like they feel like they're putting themselves. But you, for, there's probably something else to say about that because if if you aren't seeing yourself as being better than anyone else, why are you going to allow yourself to doubt that? Again, you're you're someone that can feel confident in who you are feel that sense of i got this i'm in my power without dimming your own light to thinking that that serves anyone else or that in any way let me hear first example is how i learned this confidence and this cockiness 23 years old five-year-old daughter in a homeless shelter just opened my first business had to show up in a room full of experienced business people and like pretend that I that I belong there and that I knew what I was doing there. Why? For the sole purpose to get myself and my daughter out of a shelter and to be able to provide for us. So for me, I know where I was coming from. But if I wavered or if I pretended that I didn't know what I was doing and if I didn't have that confidence, I wasn't going to get funded. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get supported. Now, was it all a fake it till you make it kind of thing? But it wasn't. At the time? At the time, it wasn't, you know, and and I've been asked this question a lot. It wasn't. It was like, no, I'm going to make it. (laughs) And so I wasn't faking it. I was like, I'm going to make it because I'm going to do whatever I need to do. I'm going to learn whatever skill I need to learn. I'm going to show up every single day in this business. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it 100%. And I'm going to make sure that I succeed. Mm -hmm. I didn't fake it, but I am going to know that I don't know everything that I need to know in this moment, but I am willing to learn and I am willing to become that person. No, that's actually so key because that's the opening right there. If we, if we invite that in, if we say, okay, I might not yet have the know-how, the skill set to make it happen, but I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to obtain that, then you can find confidence in that. Exactly. Exactly. And so when I became a healer and I was just going off my intuition, I had nothing to prove other than the feedback from the clients. So that was like that, um, what's this word? Paradox. You know, that people experience is like, 
I'm going to have the confidence that I'm here to serve this client, even though I don't know what my intuition is going to do right now. And I don't know if it's going to be right, but I'm going to allow for that experience and exchange to occur. And I'm going to connect in and I'm going to do a reading and I'm going to tell them what I see. And every single time it was giving me feedback of like, oh yes, this is exactly what I'm feeling. Or even if it was like that, oh yes, this is exactly what I'm feeling. If the client wasn't resonating, they would, I would go, okay, what are you feeling instead? And then I would get more information and then I would fine tune my intuition to clarify what I just read. So it was practice. It's mm -hmm. all about practice, but it's about mm -hmm. showing up and being willing to practice in that moment. Mm -hmm. so that then you could get there and no 10 years ago i didn't think it's been 20, 10 years yeah linearly um, i didn't think that where i would be right now would be like having this healing school healing practice starting to play with cryptocurrencies and thinking of new earth regenerative ag tech funds like no way <laughs> you know no way that i saw any of this like mm -hmm. it wasn't pre-planned but it was just me having that willingness to show up and learn and, and just do what it takes and let and the path unfold. Mm -hmm. You know, they say like action and action in, on all, all levels and acting on knowing yes. is what's going to allow for that path to unfold. Yes, That's and doubt dissolves in that doubt dissolves in that, but that stagnancy where it's like, when we get paralyzed by doubt, then we stay stuck in it. But if we move through it, if in the face of it, that has this way of dissolving it. Mm, that is exactly it. We need a clip of that right there so people could just replay that. <laughs> I feel like this whole thing was gold. <laughs> this whole thing was gold. So why don't we take this whole interview, put it up as a podcast, share it with the world, because... This was amazing, Hema. I, I have to say, and I'm not just saying this, this was probably one of my f most, um, the most fun um, live streams and podcast episodes to date. So we got to do it again. And again. <laughs> and again. Family, I think that brings us to the end of the flow. Um, I want to give another quick shout out to all those beautiful souls that there was a lot of comments. I think you tuned in. Um, during halfway through, you saw the um, the feed. Did you end up going on Facebook? I did not at all. No? But if you see my name up there, then that is somebody from my team. So they they're always with me, always supporting. So I didn't I didn't get to see any. Um, but I love everybody, and I will answer. I will go back in after we're done, and then go in and and answer and respond to everyone and give my love because. Like we're all in this together. Like we're here together. Let's just create together. <laughs> like we're soul family. Let's do it. We understand each other. We know what we're talking about. That's why we're coming together. Let's just keep doing That's it. That's it. That's it. We're in this together, family. So thank you. Thank you for bringing the energy to all of you. But a special, special thank you to Miss Hema Hardeen for bringing to us her insight and for teaching us um you had kind of mentioned it in the middle there but i want to give you a chance to to properly mention it um eighth chakra activation that's also the name of your program that we are going to put a link to in the description um as well as the show notes to this episode so 
why don't you give us a little quick lowdown of what that program's all about? And then again, Ascenders, there'll be a link there for any of you that are interested in learning more about it and perhaps even having your eighth chakra activated. <laughs> I love the way that you put it. Um, so yeah, the incubator, this is actually going to be like just the last live cohort that we're running. Um, and it it's just a three-month process that basically takes you through everything that we just spoke about <laughs> clearing all the all the chakra systems clearing the doubt clearing the fears clearing all of that having clarity on what your blueprint is coming into that that level of awakening and experience and cosmic connection with your soul with higher self with all that you are and really anchoring it in here on this planet so that you could live your best life um i mean that's just way to put it and and just experience that and then share with other beings and and be seen by other beings and co-create with other beings um and and have that community support so all the details are in those links and we can definitely get that information out to everyone that feels called to experience that mm. i just want to um to make mention of the confidence and sense of genuinity that comes through when you, you speak to what it is you do. And I think that's a perfect reflection of how much you believe in yourself and what you do, as well as how much you believe in our collective as a whole. So thank you for that. Um, again, links to learn more about Hema's eighth chakra activation program will be in the description. Hema, once again, thank you for this. I love um, what you said though, because like hashtag team humanity. I'm here for all of us. <laughs> like that's it. I believe in all of us. All of us together. That's it. Together. Love you all. And until next time. Keep ascending. And that is it for this episode of Awaken. Are you feeling activated? Is that eighth chakra feeling activated? I did say that that was going to be a powerful one. And if you've arrived here to the end of the episode, I'm confident that you by now are feeling the same. It's time to move beyond our sense of doubt, guilt, and shame. It's time to stop dimming our light and thinking that, that in any way serves others, serves us. It's time for us to go big, family. You know who you are. You know what you've come here to do. So let's come together and do it. I'm going to put the invitation out one more time. The Ascend Academy is bringing those who are ready to step into their higher purpose together. Those that are feeling called to unite in our collective purpose. We're looking for you. Togetherwithzen.com forward slash academy to learn more. Senders, I appreciate you, your ongoing support, and all that you are. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Awaken. And until next time. <laughs>